Like many places in the world, the Pontiac is host to tales of beings who wander the earth as part animal and part human. Whether these are werewolves, skinwalkers, Sasquatch, or something else entirely, they are stories found within the recesses of our imagination and among the shadows of the trees. Kathy Edwards joins us with a collection of local stories about the devil or Lou Garou. I grew up in Ottawa hearing the term Lou Garou. It means werewolf. And the term where, W-E-R, means man in Old English, the language spoken in England from about 700 to 1000 AD. So the idea that a person can turn into a wolf has been with us for at least a thousand years. If you go to the Museum of History in the Totem Pole Hall, you'll find a collection of amazing indigenous masks. They look like animals, but they're hinged and they can open so that the person wearing them can transform into an animal. So the idea that humans can change into animals is a very old local idea as well. So what kind of loup-garou have the residents of the Pontiac encountered? According to the book Ghosts of the Pontiac, a loup-garou can turn into a dog, a wolf, a horse, cow, pig, or even a bear. People here believe that if you had committed a crime, you hadn't gone to communion for seven years, or you'd made a pact with the devil to make you rich, you would become a loup-garou. Human by day, but animal by night. The only way to become a human again 24-7 was for someone to cut the shape of a cross on your forehead. Otherwise, the devil would take you. Loup-garou wanted to be delivered, so they would hang around, inadvertently scaring people. Marie LaSalle of Grand Calumet Island said her mother told her that a man who lived at her grandmother's house was a loup-garou. Every evening, a horse would come and put its head through the window where there was a crack. The grandmother noticed that the man was often away at night, so she said, I think you are a loup-garou at night. But he said, No, indeed, madame. When I go to bed and this horse comes, let me know and I'll show you. So the next time she saw the horse, the grandmother went to wake him. At first, it appeared that he was in bed, but when she poked him, he didn't move, and she realized it was just a bunch of skeins of wool under the blanket. Just at that moment, lightning flashed through the window, and the man reappeared in the bed, transformed. The book doesn't record whether she was able to deliver him, but Madame de Lucia Pigeot recounted that a woman who sewed by the window night after night in the evenings, noticed that a big dog would come and rest his front paws on the windowsill. She tried to chase it away, but it always returned. Finally, she threw a bunch of keys at it, hitting it right here between the eyes and drawing blood. Just at that moment, to her astonishment, it transformed before her eyes into her husband. His, <laughs> His time had been approaching to be taken by the devil, and he was desperate to be delivered. Pontiac residents such as these reported once upon a time that Lugaru were common. You didn't need to be scared of the Lugaru themselves, but you needed to fear the devil who took their souls. Sometimes, frustrated that he was not getting enough souls, the devil would pay house calls or put his own form on the souls that had made pacts with him. 
Delima Harty said she and some friends had been dancing and playing cards when there was a rap on the door and a man asked to come in. When they looked at his feet, they saw hooves where his feet should have been. So they rushed to the door and pushed him out. He kicked and left his footprint as a reminder of how close they had come to allowing the devil into the house. And there are many stories you may have heard of shantymen working on the Gatineau River far from their homes that made packs with the devil to travel home through the sky in the devil's canoe. Bernadette Ranger says when her mother was a young woman, she was playing cards with a friend in Otter Lake at the home of a Mrs. Dagenet. Mrs. Dagenet said, would you like to see your boyfriends? So they said, yes. It was winter and very cold, and their boyfriends were in the logging camp. Now, she said, you sit at the table and don't move. Don't ask, don't talk, and your boyfriends will come. Suddenly they appeared, and Bernadette's mother said that their feet were like hooves. As in stories from other parts of the world, to make a pact with the devil here in the Pontiac, you had to go to a crossroads. Bernadette says a man once said to her father, come with me and we'll get hired to the devil. Then we'll always have money and won't need to work. Her father said he went along just for the hellery. So they went to a crossroads in the dead of night and a great wind blew. He saw he could hear the man talking to someone at the foot of a tree. And when the man crossed the road, he told her father that he was hired to the devil. And now I can show you all the money you ever want to see. So what do you think? Do you believe that we have Lugaru in the Pontiac? That, <laughs> that maybe they're still here among us tonight. <laughs> a Canadian researcher named David Dolphin thinks that a rare blood disease called porphyria is behind stories of werewolves and vampires. People with porphyria can't create hemoglobin and need fresh blood. <laughs> They're sensitive to light, so they only go out at night. They're allergic to garlic, and they get hair growing all over their bodies. <laughs> it's genetic and became widespread in Romania, where vampires are said to come from. And did you know that after England and French, the next largest wave of immigration to Canada was from Eastern Europe? I think the scariest part of that story was being allergic to garlic. <laughs>